Eight minutes after ten, fresh breakfast on Metro FM. It is time for hashtag fresh polytricks. Please make some noise for author and analyst Ralph Mateka. Yes. <laughs> good morning. Hello, good Ralph. morning. Good morning, fresh. Good morning, fresh. Good morning, so easy, Mpo and Angie. Good morning, Ralphie. And good all of you this morning. We're disappointed that you didn't have a selfie at the funeral, brother. I still respect funerals a lot. Uh, <laughs> I was born in Limpopo, so I'm still getting a little bit... Uh, uh, that still creeps me a little bit. I haven't advanced to that level. So. Mm, advanced, ah, eh? Okay. Mm. Ralph, let's get straight into it. Mama Winnie's funeral, your thoughts, the things said, things that are not said, and are we united or divided uh, regarding the legacy of Mama mm. Winnie? Oh, fresh. What a, what a, what a send-off that uh, she has received. Uh, I mean, messages coming throughout uh, since the announcement of her passing. And I think this is one of the most broadcast story in the last few days globally. I mean, all media covered that. And, you know, as, as we always go about it in South Africa, the story breaks, we get shocked, we think about the great things, and after a day or so, we switch back to our mode as mm-hmm. to how we actually deal with this, and we start tearing history apart into pieces. And mm-hmm. I think that uh, in the sending off of Mama Winnie, as a nation, we did not hold back. And I think we used a, a funeral, in my view, as a way to express our deepest differences. Mm. We did not know what unites us. We were not interested. And I think listening to the speeches uh, that were delivered in memorials and the blame game that went on, journalists being blamed for vilifying her, people trying to rewrite history. For me, I think that people forgot about what she stood for. People wanted to use her funeral as an opportunity to demonstrate how close they are to her legacy and uh, tearing each other apart. And I think it, it, it's what came out. People differed tremendously about the history. The documentary was shown, resulting in major divisions within society mm-hmm. about the history of her life. In terms of what was said at the funeral, what stood out the most for you? I mean, Julius Malema spoke my mouthful there, and I think very interesting uh, saying that uh, actually the ANC, uh, some within the party within South Africa, some the progressive movements within South Africa, they had shunned Mamawini and so forth. And the family, again, also taking that position. Very interesting, fresh that we begin to make better sense as reporter coming out about some of the tussle that took place behind the scenes. I mean, uh, City Press reported uh, this morning, yesterday, that uh, families were not willing to allow ANC members to speak. And those are some of the things that really put into perspective about how her life was reflected upon and and, and the route that she traveled as someone who was at the forefront of uh, the liberation. But for me, it also talks about the history of this country, the history of the liberation movement in South Africa. My belief is that uh, this history is the most contested history and more contested yet to come as our struggle heroes for. Mm. Mm. Now, um, AMCO president has uh, come out guns blazing uh, following the flirtation between uh, the EFF and the ruling party. Uh, they've been they've been <laughs> flirting with each other and uh, saying that it's nothing more than politicians capitalizing conveniently on uh, the pain of the victims of Marikana. Your take on that? 
I really, you know, I saw their statement coming out there. It is very interesting that, uh, uh, you know, the stage, uh, they used that stage to try to forge, that is the ANC and the EFF, to say that uh, they're finding each other about Marigana. And I think what is of concern is one has not seen meaningful efforts between the two parties to actually talk in a way that involves the community of Marigana to ensure that there are unity on this. It is not about political machination, but it should be about the people of Marigana. So I think um, they are within, it is, they are within their right to raise concern about the honesty and the intention mm. of this unity that we see. Marigana mm. still remain a shanty town, as far as we know, one of those mining towns that are being neglected. I heard that a few show houses have been built since the tragedy and so forth. Mm. But it remains poor and so forth. So uh, I think um, they are being realistic. They are aware that uh, uh, if there is anything that uh, uh, this funeral brought among people, it is dishonest. Mm. Now, Ralph, sorry, Sons. Take it, babe. Um, there is another issue here with regards to uh, the proposal of the Winnie Mandela International Airport and looking at the relationship that Patricia DeLille had with Mama Winnie and also the relationship that she now has with the DA. What are the chances of the renaming? actually mm-hmm. happening with mm-hmm. Patricia championing championing it. This is going to be a very contentious issue. I mm-hmm. mean, when I firstly heard about it after the suggestion was made, I mean, Cape Town International Airport, it's, it's, it's within the city of Cape Town. Mm-hmm. The DA is dominant there. And, you know, the success of the Cape Town International Airport, security and so forth, some have been attributed to the, to the provincial government. But we know that uh, airports are national competency. Mm-hmm. The naming of the airport, it's not uh, something that is left to the province. It is left to national. Remember, uh, there were some within in Gauteng who wanted to name Oar Tambo Ikurulen. Mm-hmm. And and it's it, it, it's a national prerogative to name. So the ANC at national level can actually uh, push for this, but it's about how they go about mm. it. You, you you have to you need to have an honest conversation with all the parties and even including the people of Cape Town, even if it is a national competence. The naming should not be used for political posturing and electioneering. Mm. The problem is that I don't think it will be free of that. 16 minutes after 8, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're talking fresh politics with Ralph Mateja. Ralphie, wrapping it up, is it because of the disinformation in the 80s and the 90s that Mama Winnie's legacy opinions almost split down race divide? Mm. Yeah, you know, it is about the contest of history, uh, Fresh. I mean, I always say that... uh, People usually don't differ much about the future. The greatest conflict in society are about the history. Yep. Mm. And, and and the reflection on Mama we need is about how contested our history is. I mean, as a nation, we should not wait for funerals mm. to raise these things. We should have decent conversations throughout about how we reflect on, on our history across racial lines. Mm. For I mean, the, the history of the liberation movement, we take it for granted that it is a positive history. It is not always positive for all. Mm. We need to have a, a conversation so that those who don't see it as positive can, can put their views on the table and we can engage and arrive at some form of an agreement as to a common view or uh, position on our history. Mm. This is what I think is at the center of this. Our history is highly contested. Yes. I mean, there, there are some people who are still willing fresh to say that uh, 
colonialism brought the best infrastructure into the continent. Mm-hmm. That just shows you how contested the history is. Mm. Sure. Uh, finally, from me, um, now we've just heard that uh, after the Winnie documentary was aired, and of course a lot of names came out from that, uh, former Safety and Security Minister Sidney Mufamadi will now address the media to tell his side of the story. Do you think that the people that have been named and accused of such should do so just to clear the air or should we leave what happened in history behind us? Uh, I really think they should. They should address uh, those allegations because, uh, first of all, we only have one version of, of the story there. And, and you, you correctly pointed to the problem of misinformation, which was a very strong tool under apartheid regime. So we need to verify some of these things. We can't just uh, go along the way in which we seem to be going at this thing on social media, taking it as a fact without asking for evidence further. So I, I really think that people should come and speak their vision of the story. And I don't think that if there is a need for investigation, if there is a need to to declassify some of the documents from the past to clear the air, Mm. that I think should be be undertaken. Ralphie, as always, thanks for your mind and thanks for your time. We'll chat in a week.